Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good morning. Welcome to At Home at the Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Trent, what's going on, man? Man, I'm sitting in a recliner today. You are you, low riding. You were too tough for this laid back chair. Uh, I, you look laid back. You I gotta, feel great. You got to pull that mic back a little bit. Pull the mic back? So we can get down there to you. Come on, dog. <laughs> That's yeah. what I've been hearing that my whole life. We're going to get down there to you, Shorty. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, man. Goodness well, Maybe they were hoping you'd come up to them. Uh, I think I did stunning. I did some stunt tricks when I was about 15, 16, <laughs> yeah. 17, 18. Just get up on them tippy toes. You'd be good to know. go. I definitely take a lot of pictures on my tippy toes. That's our little <laughs> secret. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. I don't want people knowing why yeah. I look like I'm 5'10 yeah. and a half in my pictures instead of 5'9 and a half. Get that extra inch. You get a couple of tall All dudes. my golf pictures, is, I'm like, I, just, I know. I tell I tell the caddies and the stuff, the people that take pictures, I'm like, just start at the knees for my pictures. No, no feet. And no feet oh. in the pick. <laughs> I don't, why is his leg so uh, He's got high waist. <laughs> <laughs> but I never knew that. I never had, and, you know, I'm a simple guy. It never crossed my mind uh, that people had different proportions. Humans had different proportions of legs relative to torso or chest, upper body. Have you seen Michael Phelps? Well, hold on. This was, uh-huh, this was right. before Michael Phelps ever entered my vocabulary. My man's all upper body. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Reagan has a proportionally large torso uh, to, to a human. She knows you're talking about her. She's, she's calling, calling me right, right now. now. Oh my gosh, she's looking at me. Hey you baby, I love you. You are so sweet. I'm telling you, <laughs> that, and now I know why she has that athletic advantage. So now, when she beats me, it doesn't even hurt my feelings. Just depends. Depends what's what. Like if you're a sprinter, you want to have long legs, right, and a short torso. I hadn't thought that far into it. Mind Patrick. mind blown. I gotcha. Hmm. I'm all excited. We uh, this weekend we're, we're recording this show on Friday. We got Tom Donaldson as our yep. guest today. Um, I mean, talking about some cool stories. I think it's going to be fun. And we were just talking about. I'm taking the family after we do the show. Reagan's coming and scooping me up, and we're headed to Chapel Hill. Going to go uh, eat dinner at the Angus Barn and see all the Christmas festivities. There you go. I, I have heard of the Angus Barn. I've never been. Is this your first time? Have you, did you go in no, school I've or been, anything? I've been before. I have never been during Christmas season when they decorated. Apparently, it's famous for its decorations and, you know, considered arguably the number one steakhouse in the state if you read our state magazine and stuff. So, it's cool. Humongous restaurant. Oh, my gosh. My kids are going to love it. They like a good steak. I don't know why. They're going to be heavenly. I told him I said, I told him I took him to school this morning. I said, "Don't eat the steak for lunch because we're going to Angus Barn tonight." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much your lunch budget is. Man, that kind of thing you don't even eat lunch. I think you just you just savor I'm, it up. I'm, I ate breakfast. I'm not going to do anything. I might I mean, yeah. I might get me a beef jerky dip on my way up. Beef jerky know, dip, you know, like dust. 
I got you. That's you eat some of that. <laughs> Tom's used, like, yeah. TJ's like, you're not on. <laughs> we used to think we were so cool. Like at like 10, 12 years old, you get the little bit, the beef Dude, jerky dip. The problem, is, the problem is I get it. I, I got to hide it from my kids because if they find out about it, it only lasts like a minute and a half. Yeah, you just dump the thing in your mouth. But if I'm the only one that knows about it, I can only make it last like five minutes. And I'm like, man, I just spent three fifty <laughs> in five minutes. Dude, that stuff's <laughs> for like four seventy five now. It's probably oh, gone up. Yeah, just just like the real dip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's four seventy five now. I don't know how much that is. I don't <laughs> yeah, buy it. God I bless. Either. I have other issues in my in my existence. I don't either. You know, it's funny. Like I remember in high school, people would think that dipping was cool, and I, I was one of those people. And then some new person would come and dip and accidentally swallow it mm. and you know it's like about 10 minutes you're like oh, you're gonna feel pretty well bad. i about play five I, I, i'm ten. gonna get guilty conscience here i play legion baseball uh and i was a sophomore in high school and i, I played juniors and seniors on the team and i looked up to them and, and these guys were always chewing and dipping this is a long time back when it was okay and uh i said man i said let me let me have let me have a little bit of that red man it was pretty good and I put that joker in, and I sat there, and I went. I played third base. And I was, I was a small guy in a big man's league. I played third base in a big I man's promise, position. I promise you, if they had hit a rocket and hit me in the head, I would have died because <laughs> I couldn't move. And I have never in my life tried that crap again. One time, had no had no desire from that. You know, you hear people talking about that. They drank a beer when they were a kid, and it was the worst thing ever. Did something like that. You know, I don't know. I, I don't see. Do you must have? Did you swallow it? I don't. I mean, I didn't plan on swallowing, and I don't know, man. I don't man, know the so science listen, behind that stuff. Maybe I was just a little, little scrawny fella. I, I worked core aeration in the summer uh, of college, and they put me with this guy that had been doing it for quite a while. He had a he had a, a, a dip in, and I was like, well, "Give me one of those." Trying to try to fit in, the guy never would swallow. I mean, never would spit. He would just swallow it the whole time. Oh, I know people that sleep with it in. Straight up. I knew a guy in high school, and this is terrible. He'd smoke cigarettes while he's dipping. His lip looked like <laughs> what my dog gnaws on. <laughs> it's not a good thing, kids. Don't do it. There's a reason the FDA's all over you about it. It's terrible for you. I mean, it's crazy. You see the the cans, the whole thing's the warning. <laughs> people still buying it because we're human. We have issues. We, we, have, we, we ain't smart. Yeah. So what are you doing this weekend? Man, I, I'm not doing much. We're just hanging around the house. I mean, the weather has turned. We're recording this a little. Y'all know we recorded this yeah. a little before. It's but it cold. is cold. It's winter in Charlotte. I was wondering if Charlotte was ever going to have winter again. I was proven wrong. Yeah, Scarlett looked out the window uh, uh, this morning. She's like, Dad, it looks like it snowed over there at that construction site across the street. I said, no, that's a sidewalk. <laughs> she goes, oh, you're right. They poured, they poured concrete last <laughs> yeah. night at midnight. It's real baby. white. Yeah, they had to do it when it was cold. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm enjoying the cool weather though. It's kind of hard to play golf. Makes your hands hurt. Yeah, it does make your and your hands get dry after playing golf. This so, kind of weather. So we got a a world travel, world live talking about his kids yep. going all over the world. I think that's really cool. But he's an old Carolina boy. Met him originally through Phil Bushy over at Legion. Uh, they par- partner on some stuff and, and good dear friends. And then I hung out with another one of his friends the other day. I was like, you coming on the radio, cuz. Tom Donaldson, yeah, when we return. Here's some good stories. You're listening to At Home with Roby. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. 
Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. Trent, I think TJ just tried to rupture my eardrums. He cranked he, that volume up, he, man. He turned Whoa. your knob up. He turned my. I don't know if he turned my knob up. He's got a couple extra controllers back there than we've got, I think. <laughs> Tom, but, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. All right, get a little closer to the mic. I got to get closer. Uh, you, oh, there you, you go. Coach yeah, you. Yeah, nice. got I mean, when you got the headset on, you should be able to understand feedback, relativeness. I'd never underestimate what I don't understand. Well, we've been here eight years, so <laughs> 52 times eight. <laughs> and we still don't understand. Eight, 16, 24, 32, 40, about 425 shows. Good, great. Wow. Take. That's impressive. We were real yank. We were real danky at first. <laughs> we were trying to read scripts. It wasn't good. Now it's professional. It's pretty easy. Yeah, it's use that term loosely. We man. enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the yeah. it's the one thing in in how I've delegated my calendar that I have to do every week or you know move it around. But it's really cool because Patrick and I get to get to catch up a little bit and kind of gives us and, and and even catch up in a social aspect. Yeah, and and get to hang out with TJ, and become dear friends. And then I say this all the time. It's like speed dating. Yeah. I can hang out with somebody, a friend that, that's cool, got cool stories for ten years. A couple, you know, every couple months we hang out and and have a good time. But but you come in here and you ask, you know, you hear stories. Yeah. Well, the great thing about you, Trent, is that after a few months, there's plenty of stories to go back over. So I will tell you, I have met people <laughs> on true. the street, and they hear me talk, and they go, "Oh, I think you are you the guy on the radio." They hear my accent. I guess I'm distinguishable when i'm talking to the cashier at bilo and uh i'm like yeah they're like how do you come up with that many stories every week i'm like uh i got a lot more <laughs> i create them and when i'm not on the air exactly <laughs> these are the only ones that we can actually tell on the yeah, air exactly. you know what i mean but there's not any others and we're, we're, we live a clean life everything's good <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I said last night I, I met a met a mother and picked Rowan up. Rowan's great, my second daughter, and and she said, "Yeah, thanks for putting up with my crazy daughter last weekend." They had a sleepover, and Rowan got in. I said, "Why she call her crazy? Because da- the daughter's really put together." And she said, "Well, I'm not crazy. You always call me crazy." I said, "Well, <laughs> you are crazy, girl, girl." How's it going? You've got five now, right? We got five. Yeah. And what how about you? I have four, but I just lost two, as we were talking about beforehand. But Where are they at? I've got one in Spain uh, studying abroad, and I've got one in boarding school in Denmark. And then I've got two at home. Two at home. How old are they? They're 12 and 14. 12 and 14. We yeah. need to get them together. I know. Actually, I think my 12-year-old hangs out with one of your daughters occasionally. We, uh, we had that discussion. Yeah, didn't we? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they figured it out. We didn't figure it out. But. Where, yeah. Now, where do they hang out? I think they have mutual friends from the language school or something. Okay. All of ours went through the local, uh, it's called SAIL yeah. now. It used to be called Waddell, but they went through the, the language program. K- Kinsley Byram. Exactly. Th- That's who it is. Yeah, and yeah. My kids are really good friends. Well, Bo Byram's been on the show. Check oh, yeah. his show out. He's a, he's a Still Creek legend. Yep. <laughs> and uh, his daughter Kinsley is friends with your daughter. And Kaya. Yep. That's right. That's, that's, they need to hang out. Like, we need to. 
put it together purposefully. Absolutely. But definitely on the Christmas tree burning that we talked about, you I put on your counter. I can't say the date because then all of Charlotte will arrive with every <laughs> with every police officer and Trust fire, me, they'll, firemen. They'll, they'll, they'll know. Need y'all. They'll uh, know when it happens. They'll know. Such a great idea. Good <laughs> use but, of but Christmas trees. But as kids, the cool thing about this night <laughs> yeah. is it's all walks of my life come together for 50, 40 years. Yeah. And uh, and and tons of people bring their kids. You got like fifty, sixty, seventy kids just. I love it. Running around and a good use of Christmas trees. Oh, use of ooh, <laughs> it's a great use of Christmas trees and some, and some fireworks. Y'all don't of know course. if I live in North or South Carolina, so stuff it. <laughs> <laughs> so Tom, tell us tell us about where you grew up and how. Give us your story, man. Well, like you, I'm from Charlotte, so I grew up actually ended up in Matthews, but my parents are from Charlotte. I'm from Charlotte. Uh, went to East Mech and went off to NC State for college and ended up in Denmark where I met, well, actually I met my wife in Raleigh and then moved to Denmark and uh, convinced her to come back to the States. Ended up in Philly for three or four years and then back to Charlotte. Of course, Charlotte's a completely different place from where we grew up, Isn't it? as you know. I mean, this whole area where we are, where you, you've got your world headquarters I mean, it's just changing by the week. I mean, by the day. You're yeah. right. But now, what you do in Philly? You said you were there for three or four years? I was just up there for law school and MBA okay. school. Villanova? Yep, Villanova. I stalked you before the show. Oh, no. Nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. Flattery. Yeah, yeah, I know. Were you're the you, only uh, person ever looked at it. <laughs> I doubt that. Really. I did. But, uh, um, so what made you? I was curious. I saw Villanova on your. What made you go go up to Philly? So How'd you I, go there? Uh, in order to convince my wife or convince my wife to come back to the states, uh, I had a limited number of cities, which were go. all large okay. northern cities she wanted to be in, and uh, so Harvard wouldn't let me in, NYU wouldn't let me <laughs> in. So I ended up in Villanova, uh, which ended up being a great school. Really enjoyed it up there. Yeah, fell in love with Philly, and um, at the time, never thought in a million years I'd come back to Charlotte. I had left an old sleepy southern town, and thought I was going to you know see the world or whatever, and uh, came back and. Probably the smartest decision I've ever made outside of wife and children. But yeah, uh, it, it was you know when you have a growing city like Charlotte, you got the wind at your backs, right? You can you can do no wrong if you just stay in the right lane. You, I mean, the growth behind you kind of keeps things on the right course. So, so when did you return to Charlotte? I came back in two thousand two. Two. So I've been back for twenty years. So we're pretty yeah we tracking. I got out of college in two thousand, so about the same. Yeah, tw- yeah. twenty two years. So you were at Carolina in 95 through 99? or yeah, 96 to 2000. 96 to 2000, mm-hmm. okay. We crossed paths. I was uh, 95 to 99 at State, mm-hmm. but I'm sure we shared some of the same friend network. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure I've, we bumped into each other and sized each other up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nah. Well, at least we're the same height. Yeah, there exactly. You, go, yeah. you were the guy. I was like, I think I hang out with this guy. <laughs> I can actually might be able to take this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your boy's looking at me, Shane. No. <laughs> we used to come over to Raleigh a little bit. Miami subs. Oh, oh yeah, man, that was yeah, a good spot. Yeah, like, you played. Uh, you played baseball down here too, right? You played Legion ball. I played Legion in what, Charlotte. What uh, What post were you? I, I played three years. I played my first two at post two sixty two Charlotte at Myers Park, and then I, they started a Steel Creek team. So my last year, I played Steel Creek. I thought two sixty two was uh, Mint Hill. Not out of Charlotte, dog. Really? I was, I was out in Mint Hill, and I could have swore. You, you were know, 262. I was 262. <laughs> that shows my memory. Like, wow. So you played, we play, uh, yeah, we definitely, how, how many years you played Legion? Four. 
Four I started years. early. Yeah, that I is was, no, it was it was three. It was three. I played three, and that was it was rare. three. Yeah, actually, you're right. It was Most three. people played two. Yeah, yeah, that was three. I loved playing Legion ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's kind of gone by the wayside now with travel ball. And stuff. It has, yeah. Which uh, that was about as competitive as you could get before you know minor leagues. And what's really cool was the Legion men. The, the veterans yeah. would come out and root their Legion team on. Yeah, really? That was really cool. It was, yeah. You'd have a couple couple old, old codgers sitting there, you know, living through baseball. It was great. Well, the baseball fan base in Charlotte, especially back then, I don't know about now, but back then it was quite strong. Yeah, it was. That was a good memory in my life. Um, we we struggled with travel sports with our kids and, yeah. and all that. Well, I just finished it up, so I had years. We Mine switched from baseball to soccer, and we were on all the travel soccer teams. I've got my weekends back, but you know, <laughs> now it's like, well, well, hell, I don't have anything to do on the you weekends. Met, do you, and you build a network through it, right? Exactly, yeah. You end up knowing. I actually found some great charities in Charlotte while we were doing it. I don't know if you've ever been involved with a Creative Player Foundation. But, uh, I mean, I know of it. I ended up getting involved in that through soccer. I mean, I didn't yeah. know anything about soccer, and next thing you know, I'm like very involved in that and what they give back to the community through sports, child athletics. It was they're fun. over here on the on the West Side, Wilkinson Boulevard, right? They're we're moving, a few we're blocks moving away. Our, we're moving our. I was about to my, say, my office yeah. is going to be in that building. I know, but they're moving from that building to right behind where you are right now. Uh, that church. Um, are they going to stay in the building? Uh, they're they're going to use it until you kick them out. But I'm not, <laughs> yeah, but I'm not kicking them out. I'm not kicking them out. No, uh, I mean, they're, they're they're moving. So they've got these. I know they school, built that new field. Yeah, in that church, and uh-huh. so they're that that's what they use for their after school like you know, program. Great. Phil yeah. was telling me about it. Yeah, we, we we need to have them on the radio show. Yeah, we do need to sure. have. I mean, Actually, duh. yeah, yeah, Danielle, he he's done great things for the community around here, and just an overall interesting do, person. Do you know about. Mike Guggenheimer? I don't believe so. Uh, what's, yeah. what's he BSI? I'm trying to get him on the radio. Well, he's a fellow IPO yeah. guy. Okay, but he's going to move in. We're moving. Patrick's whatever. We're tra- moving down on Wilkinson, and he f- saw our building because he was going to creative player, and it's just funny. And ah, I got you. Got it's you. a really small world. Yeah, it is. It is. All right, so you hang out with us for a few more minutes. Absolutely. All right, man. This is fun. Uh, Tom Donaldson. When we return, you're listening to At Home with Roby. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back. Dead Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services along with Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts. Trent here with Tom Donaldson. If you don't know about Legion Baseball, go back and listen to our last segment. <laughs> That's why I, now it all comes together. Now you're educated. He's a with, partner in Legion Brewing. It's, oh, gosh. <laughs> and these two about got into a fight about what post you were in. Yeah. Like 262. We, hold on. We're not done. Someone needs to Google that. We, we need to Google that. Neither of us have very good memories, I'm guessing. So you, ought to see, you, wrong. you ought to see Tom and I, <laughs> I resemble getting, a, that. getting a golf match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us are very good at golf. <laughs> but he's pretty competitive. Like, and, we, and we like to talk a bunch of trash. Yeah, but neither one of us try and find our balls, so it's still a quick game. We're, we definitely did. <laughs> I'm playing yesterday, and I, Depends. I, I started Hold the on. first three holes <laughs> yeah. with these guys. Yeah. And I'm like, out of this hole, guys, and I don't, don't even bother me. I'm like, this is should this make me upset? Like, am I not ever going to get any better because I don't care? <laughs> I think so. Well, I think we're. It's more about having fun and yeah. hanging out. And it really the is. competitive nature. But you said don't find your ball. There's been plenty of times where I'm. I'm looking for like my third lost ball because we're going to a battle at the end for a nine or a ten, and that wins the hole. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Anyway, so Tom, you go to law school. Yeah. 
Villanova, what's your law degree in? So uh, I got my uh, MBA as well as my law degree. So I came down as uh, wow. a lawyer at McGuire Woods, which is a big international firm. But uh, I did a 10-plus year stint there, became a partner there. But uh, I was doing M&A and corporate stuff. So it was just a natural move to actually move to one of the clients, which was a hedge fund. And it was quite successful and took it over. And then we actually took over our sponsor and became really a large holding company. Um, and unfortunately, my partner there passed away young. And um, after that, I moved on to start my own firm and moved it back to Charlotte. Uh, I was commuting all over kind of the U.S. at the time. But uh, one of the important things we did with this firm is to make sure that uh, we made a lot of our investments here locally, uh, giving back to the community as well. But uh, we invested in Legion, which has just done fantastic. So can't complain there. Phil Bushy is just an I'm a raving leader. fan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, but yeah. I mean, just being across the street. I mean, it, I don't know if he dropped that there, knowing that he'd have however many Roby people that would be there pretty much every day for lunch. But uh, <laughs> I mean, the, the beer's good and the food's good. I think they've done a, just a remarkable job. Yeah, and it's another great Charlotte success story, really. Yeah. I mean, Legion from the ground up. So we're excited about what they have in their future. That's great. Yeah. So, what other what other focuses yeah. do y'all? So, we're in the middle of a uh, a few of things. Biggest being, we have a SPAC, which has become a bad word in uh, in this time. But uh, we were doing it correctly and looking for a company that just needed to be public in a structured way. So, uh, we should be uh, finalizing that merger in the next thirty days. That's probably taking up my last year. <laughs> but uh, that's in the, more of the entertainment and physical media distribution space. And what does SPAC stand for for our audience? Same question. <laughs> Special Purpose Acquisition Company. So uh, effectively, is what you do is you conduct an IPO and bring in all the cash from the IPO and put it in trust. And then uh, you go looking for a company, and that company merges into your company. They re- receive what's cash is in trust, and that operating company becomes a public entity. So it's, a, it's instead of the, the operating business trying to conduct a typical IPO, they do it via a uh, structured merger. And so it's a, it's a little more – it's an easier way of becoming public. Unfortunately, in the last two years, uh, Wall Street, like – like they do oftentimes, kind of misused and abused that structure. Brought a companies, a lot of companies public that probably should not have been huh. brought uh, public. But uh, we're doing it the right way and uh, are hoping to have a closing in the next. Uh, well, yeah, we bit. talk about your partnership with Phil Bushy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm all about people, right? I Absolutely. Mean, as friends and as how do we grow? I got chill bumps talking about this. Like, like our budding friendship. Patrick, you know, has been in our company for 12 years. He's a partner in, in so many ways, and, and we'll figure out new ways, right? Uh, uh, Tom Fink is, is public, Absolutely. is your yeah, he, partner in the yes. SPAC, right? Yes, correct. And actually, as we always say, you don't invest in companies, you don't invest in products, yep. you invest in people. I mean. And Tom Fink, you don't, you don't get much better Let than me Tom just Fink. tell you, we yeah, know this that. already, Yeah, but uh, we, we did a really big home remodel. I met Tom through the recession of 2008-9-10, and uh, when you work in somebody's house in trying times, you really get to know them and their family <laughs> yeah. and who they are. There's not a better man uh, than Tom Fink and he- his wife Heather, and just how they have five kids. Yep. And I, I had just had one kid, and I met him. I'm trying to sell this job to him, I, and I think I don't know, you know, I don't know from from Adam, and I'm like, I want five kids one day. <laughs> I, I feel inadequate. I've only got four. Yeah. So between the three of us, have we, have, we have 14 kids. You, you and I combined, we're in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's big time. Yeah, yeah. Right. Patrick Rouse held the 15th. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
But no, congratulations on working together with Tom. And 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 I talked about like I talk about this a lot, like the internet age of of the nineties, right? It it grew up too big. And it blew up. They had a dot com bus, yep. and, and but the but the resilient ones that did it right survived. Correct. And it is a thing of the future. Crypto, you know, yeah. uh, coin based currency. Were you invested heavily in that? one? I got a little bit, but I think I picked the right team. We'll see how it plays out. <laughs> I didn't want to miss the train of if the train not. was going. You yeah. know. Uh, well, it, you talk about Tom Fink too. The story you're talking about selling that job. He came on the show, and that that was uh, and that was a pretty pivotal moment when that job was sold, right? It was great. Yeah, the things happened for a reason. Go back and uh, listen to that show. But it that is good Tom. He's been on radio once. Uh, I believe one. Uh, but I'm once. a big fan. I hang out with Tom. Yeah. And then it's such a small world. If you hang exactly. out with the right people, you start hanging yeah. out with the. I mean, your buddy Matt that we went golfing with. I hang out with him i mean it's, he's got such a great british accent oh, i wish he, i had that you think they'll be able to hear him if he comes on the radio They're like uh that's trent that's matt that's trent that's matt <laughs> hey, one bloke. sophisticated one not <laughs> that might be australian i don't know <laughs> so, so uh so give me some other local investments you can talk about well i mean we're excited about a few things we've been involved in but uh the other most of the other ones have been outside of charlotte but uh the um the software industry in Charlotte's done pretty well. We've been involved in a lot of service-based uh, financial services companies. Um, but that was uh, probably most of my career has been based off of Charlotte's just growth and banking, financial service-related stuff, as probably most of the people you have on the show. But it's another another uh, sector that's pretty easy to invest in when you're in Charlotte. It really is. Yeah. The, the banks just keep on – even if they're not growing, they're they're spitting out people that – are very uh, very qualified into other industries. Well, God bless the banks because they have driven our technology sector. Exactly. Right? Exactly. People, Who would have thought we would be talking about Tech Hub in Charlotte, North Carolina? It's the Tech Hub. Yeah. And then I went to a YPO thing the other day at Atrium, yep. kind of behind the scenes. It called ITB in the boardroom, and they were talking about the new Pearl, oh, yeah, which yeah. is at Moorhead McDowell, and it's the partnership with uh, – with Wake Forest School, and they said something like, "Out of the top twenty cities in the United States, we're the only city that doesn't have a medical school." That's something that's right. That's yeah, but the, I thought isn't Carolina's coming in to uh, partner up with CMC or something like that? Uh, Wake Forest is it Wake Forest? Wake Forest. Oh, no, we're 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 checking that box. Okay, now it's going to be a medical box. school. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's attracting all these businesses, international businesses. Yeah. Now they were talking about. I think they unveiled one two days ago. Uh, they got another one. They're taking floors, and they're—I mean—just giving us a p- platform. Yeah, it's hard to keep up with all the growth in Charlotte. Hugh no, McCall. Really is, Hugh yeah. McCall said he—he uh, he told my buddy who he's real close to. He said this is the biggest economic driver Charlotte has ever embraced since the airport. Wow! Oh wow! I mean, that's pretty strong. And if you don't think Charlotte's airport is one of the main reasons we are who we are, then yeah. ask businesses why they move here. So I wish I just knew some people in the general contracting industry that could really benefit from this. I mean, I'm trying to ride the wave, dog. The big wave. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. were watching football last night, and oh, I, said, I said, I got some buddies that went to Tulane. I'm rooting for Tulane, and my daughter's like, what are they, the tsunamis? The green wave, man. Yeah, yeah. So that was the green wave. <laughs> Pretty intelligent. Yeah. So, uh, Tom, I'm going to put you on the spot, man. I, 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 I think I think this. The businesses that you 
people, businesses that you uh, partner with and you spend your time with say everything about who you are and how, how you live. But, but what is one thing that you live by in both business and life that drives you, keeps your compass going the right way? Actually, I, I, I think relationships is probably the biggest thing. And, and getting back to what you said earlier, choosing your relationships correctly uh, end up sending you in, in bad or good directions, right? But I think uh, wise, wise relationships uh, carry you down the right path, whether that be you know, spiritual or, or otherwise. But uh, my relationships have really been the driver of pretty much my, my life. Um, and I was lucky enough to have some very good mentors early, early in my career. Uh, I don't know if you know John Finnebrass, but John Finnebrass took me under his wing when I was a, a young lawyer. Uh, and then uh, my current partner, John Blystone, took me from there once I left the practice of law. And uh, John Blystone's just been, like, very instrumental in my life. And uh, those relationships have kind of carried me through. So I don't know about you, but it, you seem to have a, a, a good collection of relationships around around you as well. So Yeah, you know, you always hear it's all, you know, when you're reading the business books and you're young and all the successful men that are older to tell you, it's all about who you know, not what you who you know, and and, and you don't understand what that means. Yeah, uh, and it isn't just like, hey, go find people that that are successful or famous or popular. Yeah. It's it's when you really embrace people and you get to know them and yeah. you love on them. Yeah. Uh, you get to see it work that way. Yeah, I think who who you know is kind of a, a mis a misnomer. It's really about building the relationship and and having some bridge there that really means something to both sides. And that's kind of who do you really know? Who do you really know? Yeah. That's right. That's I right. agree. I saw a guy yesterday who's in the brewery industry at Carolina, and we text back and forth occasionally. Uh, uh, I, I wasn't going to say his name. Uh, Sugar Creek, uh, Eric, Eric Flanagan. Flanagan, yeah, and it's like long lost buddy. Like, I yeah. mean, if I see you, I'm like, dude, boom, we gotta hang out. <laughs> yeah. He's like, <laughs> anyway, and he's then he's like, I can't stay. Then he's like, I can stay, and I'm like, I can't stay. But it's just yeah. kind of, it's I love seeing people like that. You know, he's yeah. good, good dude. So, thank you. You want to give a plug how people can look you up, or do you not care? Or? I mean, I don't care too you much. Low but key. Yeah, and, uh, well, so uh, our firm, Blystone and Donaldson, has done a lot uh, in the in the local area and nationwide, but uh, uh, you can always look us up uh, at BlystoneandDonaldson.com. But uh, I think for the most part, I'm just glad to be on the show and be able to talk yeah, about how, what a positive experience I've had with uh, you and your and the relationship with you and what Roby and companies are doing in the, in the Charlotte community. Well, God bless you. Thanks for being here. Godspeed to you and your business. I look forward to spending many, many, many days and hours together in the future. Fantastic. Hey, you're listening to At Home with Roby. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. So, Patrick, are you going to go do some market research? Uh, Man, I, 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 don't, I don't know if I can this afternoon. I, I wish I would have known. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I, I wish, like doing market research. I wish my wife really would have planned our trip to Chapel Hill better. Oh, no. What do you do? What do you do? She's like, uh, you're going to be, I think she asked me 12 times, you're going to be ready at two, ready at two, ready at two. Make sure Christian gets her cake box back. Ready at two, cake box. So cake box two, ready at two and cake box. That's all you got to do? Well, because cause our, our uh, not so young adult uh, group at church that, that Reagan kind of helps head, head up, I mean, just does some, some planning, that we had 32 people and some kids 
cook dinner at uh, West Boulevard Ministries I for actually, Bart Noonan. I with saw him. that on LinkedIn. That was really cool. I was like, kind of flowing through and I'm like, it's Reagan. Yeah, for a, <laughs> yeah, for a bunch of for a bunch bunch of bunch of boys. Bunch of boys at Bart's Bart's group. Yeah, yeah. West Side Boys. It was great, and I they had a blast. She said it was very. I wasn't there. I had a YPO event. I was patronizing Legion. <laughs> You're off the air. There you go. <laughs> He's over here wanting there to talk. You go. He's biting into bits like cat scratch fever there over you here. Go. <laughs> you can't talk. We did a little. I did a little market research at OMB myself this week. I like not Legion. I was I was near you though. Yeah, yeah. It's a good spot. Hey, I forgot to mention when uh, uh, Tom was on the show that we uh, we we've recently done some HVAC work for. Uh, for these guys, John oh, Riley. Really? Uh, Thank you. Hired us on. Thank you. Wildcat on gave us a chance. Great. And so we it, do good? So he, he's got us going on. We got him on annual maintenance over there. So it's good stuff. We really appreciate that. that uh, that's awesome. And when Trent sent me John Riley's contact, it said John Wildcat Riley. And so does everybody call him? I had, I had questions on that. Does everybody yeah. call him Wildcat? Yeah, he's Wildcat. Hey. I guess because he's so feisty. Did he go to Kentucky? <laughs> Villanova. He went to Villanova. Villanova. Man, that Philly connection. Yeah. Whoa, that's a subplay, man. Dang, he put you back on the air because you can talk. Oh, well, so everybody in the building was named John. So everybody <laughs> other than John Blystone had to receive a nickname and it stuck. <laughs> so in my fraternity, everybody other than John Blystone. So in my fraternity, we had a bunch of Daves. Dave McGuire, yep, yep. our COO, I went to college with, they, they called all the Daves. Uh, they called all the Daves Doug. We had long-haired Doug, skinny Doug, and Dave has such good personality. His name was Bob Doug. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, they, they were we were doing some research, uh, and he needed a, a second name for for a second phone number. And it was like Dave goes, "Well, just do Justin McGuire, my middle name." I was like, "Nah, dog, it's Bob Doug. It's Bob Doug. You're Bob <laughs> Doug forever." No one else has heard that before. And he They're goes, like, "He goes, Bob Doug. He looks like he came from outer space." He goes, "Why do y'all call me Bob Doug? <laughs> like, cause you're bull from Night Court, man." <laughs> Poor Dave. He's Stop get... being so seriously funny. <laughs> he is gonna. He is gonna Bobby Boucher us both. So Wildcat is because he's a Villanova Wildcat, and he has, he's go. John. He's John, but he gets, Wildcat cool. stuck. Yeah. That fraternity stuff carries on. Don't it does. It does. We had we had a guy that worked with us, and his, uh, his name was John. And where he went to work, there was another John. And so his he changed. He was Stephen, and I didn't even know it was for the longest time. <laughs> oh, <that laughs> yeah, was... I didn't know for the longest time that his first name was John. Stephen, like, yeah, Stephen yeah. was somebody. He was like, there was already, there somebody, was already. I've a known John. this guy for twenty five twenty five years, years, like good least, friends. Yes. And somebody calls him John. I'm like, wait, am I getting played over here? <laughs> He's like, just stuck, man. <laughs> That's crazy. That's yeah. really crazy. So, no, you talked about working over at Tom's office. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's where Phil Bushy's office is. Yeah. You got a little whole co family of companies over there. Exactly, exactly. It's really a cool environment. Yep, over off East Boulevard in the south end area, which is just yeah. exploding. I'm going to call it an incubator of sorts. Yeah. I mean, you go exactly in right. there and you got different types of people and talking and, you know, the vibe is good. Yeah. Well, again, back to relationships. You can build some relationships just walking in the building. The greatest thing about when I go over there and visit y'all, on my way out the door, I can jump the fence and get me some fried chicken from the gas station. Best fried take chicken in the, North Carolina. Take it to the crib. I don't know. There's a gas station right at my house called Nichols. It's a Chevron yeah. oh, station yeah. Yeah. in yeah. Old yeah. Dowd and Wilson. It's got the best chicken wings in the 
in the world. I think we'll, we have a competition ahead of us in this. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm a chicken wing connoisseur, man. I'm, he's talking about Moosehead. That's, bee stings are pretty yeah, darn got, that's pretty got, good. Bee sting is good. Are you a Philly cheesesteak fan living oh, here? Absolutely. So yeah. there's a, one of my best friends is from real quick. There's a place called, have you ever been to uh, Cheats? In yeah, Charlotte? yeah, it's actually very we good. We had it last Friday. Oh, man, it was pretty I good. I hadn't had it. I like Philly cheesesteak. It's cheese pretty steak. good. All right. Dude. Thank you for listening. Listen, go have a wonderful day. Do the golden rule. Try to stay warm. Treat others the way you want to be treated. And you best well smile when you see people. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye-bye.